Welcome back to another episode of the Green White Checkered Podcast. I am Andrew Fitzgerald. I am here with Joe, Austin, and Zach. And we're here to talk about Kansas. And there's a lot of news going on around the NASCAR world today. And then we'll, uh, we're going to hit a little bit of Bristol in the playoffs. So let's get at it, boys. Joe, why don't you start us off with the news? News. All right. So we got a lot of news that came out the last week and a lot today. Um, I guess we'll start off with the big news today that NASCAR is going back on the no stage breaks for road courses for the Roval. So we are going to have our stage breaks at the Roval. Not a fan of that. Not at all. Nope. Dumb. I'll get it. So here's my thing is, you know, I get it maybe on the bigger tracks where the cars are so spread out, you're going to have zero racing, but the Roval is the smallest road course. You're going to have lap traffic and we're just going to eliminate that. Yeah. It's silly. I I don't go ahead. Um, It just feels like a move in the wrong direction. I mean, I was, I I was very happy with how, I think we were all very happy with how the racing went back to a lot of strategy. um, Whenever they were doing, you know, the, the, no cautions and everything. Um, like I was thinking back to what was the last road course we in Indy? Glenn or Glenn, Glenn and Glenn. Indy. I don't, yeah, Glenn, because Indy was first and that's yeah. when that one. So. Yeah, I remember someone, I think it was Chase or someone didn't qualify well. And I was like, oh, it's kind of nice that he doesn't just get to do that one strategy everyone always does, which is pit two before uh, the caution comes out. Then you're boom, suddenly first, position. yeah, boom, track position. Then you hold it the rest of the race like that. It just it feels so cheap to me. And I think we were all advocating for like, hey, let's try this out everywhere. And now it's like, oh, we're actually reeling it back. So, it, mm. you know, there's got to be some reason for them doing it. I don't know if it's like back to the built-in, you know, TV timeouts or whatever, or if it's that like, you know, social, you know, us on social media are the loud minority and most people actually like the stage cautions. I don't know, but it definitely seems like, I don't to me, I'd, I'd, do not like the decision they, at all. They just want the chaos. I mean, they still took their TV timeouts with the the stage breaks, the last few road courses. So they just want the they want to bring back heartburn turn. But they actually they they're kind of contradicting themselves in a way. Like yep. you say that, but then they do this new restart zone where they're going to make everybody run through their chicane, and that's actually going to calm down the restart. So it's sort of like a weird contradiction. Because yeah. the whole uh, reason why heartburn turn was so crazy was, you know, they always say it on the broadcast 15 times is that they go into turn one on a restart a lot faster than they do actually on a racing lap because they cut the chicane. So it's like, what, what do you want? I'm kind of confused here. And it's like, I also don't get it because we, we had, I'm pretty sure Sonoma, Chicago, and Coda all had multiple cautions. And then you had, the Glen and Indy, which I believe only had one each, but they still had a caution. So it's like, you're telling me one more caution in those two races that only had the single caution would have made them somehow better. I, I, I just don't, I don't buy it. I get restarts add a bit of excitement and stuff like that. But like, if like <laughs> if your main draw to the race, if the most exciting part of the race is when you stop it to restart it, like, I don't know, is that sort of like a self-admission that this car sucks? on road courses i i don't know um, yeah i mean you had that tweet and that guy replied like oh the most exciting part of the rubles the restarts and I, I mean i can't exciting, necessarily disagree uh, with that because you know i love like being there in person like seeing you know that restarts the best especially on a road course where you can't see the mm-hmm. whole track it's like okay you're leasing that bit of action right there 
but it's not worth it to me. Like, yeah, it's exciting, but it's such manufactured excitement that in in, in uh, yeah, three corners, it's, it's done. Yeah, Once they single exactly. out, it's 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 over with. So it's like, all right, well, why don't we just fire off three restarts and then call it a day? Go home. Like, it, <laughs> I I just I don't know. Like, I get restarts are exciting, but they shouldn't be like the main focus point. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, just, it's silly to me. And I think really my biggest problem with it. Like if you want to bring them back, you know, whatever our stage is good or bad, that's that's a whole other discussion. Everybody's gonna have an opinion on it. I hate the idea of doing it in the playoffs while we're already through the season. Like if you want to yeah. do this, do this during the off season. Say in twenty twenty four, we're gonna bring them back and blah blah blah. I'll bitch about it then. But to do it going into the playoffs, yeah, after we've already run five of six road courses, like that just seems weird. weird. Like like that's like I'm gonna try to do a, a football analogy. Big <clears throat> sports guy here. <laughs> that's like oh, saying. Yes. To me, it just seems like you're going to give, you know, you're halfway through your playoffs in football and you're going to tell each team, all right, we're going to give each team an extra timeout, you know, from here on out for some reason. Like, why? You can, so you can alter the game one extra time. Like, I don't know. I just, it doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't stick with a single format throughout the whole season, at least, especially in your playoffs. Like, I don't know. It's whatever. But that's what that's what makes me more mad. Maybe they go back to it just for the playoffs, hate it, and then switch it back for next season. That's my hope with it. Um, that maybe people complain enough or whatever that they switch it back. But um, yeah, you know, that's at least my hope. Is that one thing I'm happy that they're doing it now and not the game next season. At least we have some hope that they'll switch it back before next season. I mean, I hope they're ready for a bunch of I told you so's because like as soon as this race is over and they only have the two stage cautions, you know, the entire Internet is going to go. See, they didn't do nothing Yeah, because the race is still going to be the race. Like two, yeah. like two staged cautions aren't going to save it. It's just the road course package just isn't great. Now, the other thing I was thinking, like, is this sort of like, you know, the pretext of we're going to get rid of more road courses are we going to see the robo go away and go back to the oval or i mean are, yeah. they, did they already say indie road courses going away is that a thing i think it's bob unofficially unofficial yeah it's kind of so i would hope so that that's like the big rumor right is that they're going to cut the indie road course so it's like is is charlotte roval going to get cut and go back to the oval um, we're going to see this transition, which you know i don't i don't hate the idea of nascar being flexible like i know we got road courses because the gen six sucked on 1.5s and that's like yeah. the entire schedule was 1.5s at one point almost at least it seemed like it um so you know they they sort of said okay well road course racing is a little bit better let's shift over there but now road course racing sucks so you know why not be flexible and shift again joe i don't get um, your ho- hate for the roval i feel like every time i bring up the roval you're like yes no, get rid of it well i, I don't <laughs> it was good when, I like, when we had the I, like, I love the roval yeah, i mean i'm, no, I'm with it. you that i think we could go back to the oval now but i don't get mm-hmm. I, i'm curious as to why you don't like it especially with chase's dramatics there every year i i guess i i said that in a tone that made it i don't i don't hate the roval. don't get me wrong it's I, like the car number he just he can't let it go i love the roval. <laughs> okay I, I never said I hated the Roval. I just, like, I think... Your tone implied it. That's all I'm saying. Because every yeah, time no. you bring it up, you're like, yes, burn it! But I'm like, oh, come <laughs> I, on. Like, uh, but, but as we all know, the, you know, Coke 600 past couple years has been amazing with Next yeah. Gen. So I'd love to see a play another playoff race with that. But, yeah, like Zach said, hey, you know, maybe for one year we go back to the Oval at Indy and Charlotte and they fix, they fix the road course package. All right, bring one back. Like r- rotate it. I don't know, whatever. But I agree. 
And I'm with you. And like I said, like, I agree. I think we could, I would love to see it go back. And I think that's something that I mentioned this a few weeks ago that the NASCAR schedule is a lot more fluid than I think I've realized before where they can just kind of make changes like that. Um, especially with like how good these cars have been doing at 1.5, how good the 600's been and everything. Yeah. Um, I just have like a, to me, the Rover like revitalized Charlotte in a way with it, with the six gen. Cause uh, you know, everyone hated 1.5s and they threw in the Roval and I, I mean, it was like, you know, made, sh- made yeah. Charlotte great again a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I love the Roval, but I agree. I think we could go back to it. I just wonder how hard, cause I'm sure that SMI put tons of money into like getting everything race ready for that infield and like, so getting, you know, everything laid out for that. Like, I'm sure that was a huge investment for them. So I think that might be more the battle for NASCAR right now is getting SMI to go back to doing two ovals after they've done so much for the Roval. And I wonder too, this is a little bit of t- not saying they can't do both where they can't still do the Roval for some series, but still do double ovals for NASCAR. But weren't they, I don't know if this was ever like official, but they did like, did they do some testing with IndyCar there or was it just, they did like racing laps with it? Joseph with the IndyCar. I think it was yeah. Newgarden. It was one of the Penske guys, I'm pretty sure, uh, ran some laps there. So I wonder if that's maybe, you know, like maybe they're going to be hesitant to get rid of the Rover. I know I'm kind of hyperfixing on the Rover right now, but anyway, like I wonder if they're worried about getting rid of that too because of, of maybe other motorsports wanting to run it more like Indy. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they road course or not hopefully stage cautions don't aren't here to stay for, I mean, for road courses. They, they could certainly still i mean it's, it's not like if you keep nascar from like you kind of said like you, you keep nascar from running the rebel it's not like other series can't you can still have an indycar weekend if you want to i am interested I, now you say that like i never heard anything about that so i, I yeah. feel like indycars could race pretty good there and I, I mean, mean like, we've had a blast with them when i racing i remember one of the I, most right. fun uh hosted races we did were the indycars at um, at the Roval, it's a, I mean, it's yeah. a blast on there. So I can't, yeah. I can imagine the racing would be pretty good. And I mean, like, <laughs> I, you know, just from like the iRacing perspective, I really do enjoy driving the Roval. Like it's, it's a fun little road course, even it though is. it isn't a parking yeah. lot. Like it's, it's tight and technical <laughs> and it's, it's pretty fun. I enjoy it. Um, but it's just, I, I don't know. I like the idea of being flexible and, you know, yeah. right now we have a great mile and a half package. So let's, you know, take advantage of that and jump back on the on the big track. And if something changes, you know, we can be flexible again and jump back on the road course. You know, who knows? Yep. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm still not. I still don't love the idea of bringing back freaking stage caution. It, it feels like a step backwards because yeah. we're all like hoping, oh, maybe maybe this means that we'll get into no stages for other stuff. Yeah, I think and, the thing that we need to happen is Chase Elliott to get wrecked on one of these stage restarts, <laughs> and finally all the fans. Because okay. I mean, it's got it's them. No, you guys are like the loud mi- majority. That anything happens that's negative for like Chase or something like that, you guys get out there like, oh, this is horrible. NASCAR bad, blah. And so like these last couple of races, you know, Chase isn't winning the uh, road courses. So let's bring back stages so he actually has a chance. <laughs> and so if he gets wrecked on one of these restarts, maybe they'll, you know, go back to where they don't want him. There's a, there's a tin for that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, right. that's a strategy right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give chance that's, a chance. If that's what it takes. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what it takes. Sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah. Until yeah. yeah. last season anyway. But yeah. Um, so yeah. So some Roval updates there. I'm excited for that race regardless in a couple weeks. I know I'll for sure be there. Excited for that. So yeah, more news. We have 
couple news uh, around the 42. So JH uh, is going to be in the 42 next year. Not a super shock considering they're going to they're going to be Toyota. So JH is back in Cup. I think that'll be be good for him. Yeah, yeah, we saw that coming. Good for him. He he took the risky strategy going all the way back to, to trucks. Yep. And now going to the 42. Yeah, it's I don't know. Is that really out. like is that better than front <laughs> row? Like, you know what I mean? Like I thought the whole point was to get a better ride when he came to cup. That's why I, I was pumping. I was pumped for him. Like, yeah, man, hey, don't get pigeonholed in front row. You know what I mean? Like I love front row, but you know, not the top tier. You know, he he's a great driver. I think he could definitely deserve a better ride. And then to come back to cup and be in the 42, like what? Mm-hmm. Why is that the move? I don't know. Yeah, probably. I, I, I think it'll be better just because I think there's still only a handful of Toyota teams. And I think Toyota and how they do their like partnership stuff is a little different. Um, so I think there's still going to be like a premier partner team with Toyota. If I were to guess, I mean, why else would you make this switch, right? If you're Jimmy Johnson, you're making this switch because you're like, how far down on the Chevy totem pole right now. So this has to be a step up for him. So I don't know. It's, I think it could pan out. I mean, we've seen 2311 come out. They already got wins and they're only a couple years old, three years old now. Um, So I don't, I don't don't think it's the worst, especially with the new car um, sort of leveling everything out. So maybe that gap won't be as big. So Maybe it's a good step for him. <laughs> we'll find out next year, I guess. Maybe maybe he gets Martin's ride whenever he ends up hanging it up. So maybe he was banking on that initially, and Martin's like, nah, I'm, I'm going to I mean, that going. might be the move because Martin yeah. refuses to retire. <laughs> so yeah. maybe he's next in line for that 19 or 11, whichever one. It goes first. first. Yeah. Speaking of the 42, former driver, No Gragson got reinstated today by NASCAR. So. Interesting little nugget there. I, I mean, I guess he just goes back to JRM, right? You're only saying that because I said it, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's going back to JRM. I don't see him going to like colleague or anything no. like that. Colleague ain't taking that risk. I think colleagues actually got too many drivers, you know, decent drivers in their wheelhouse to where they got yeah. with them. Uh, Chandler Smith. I, I don't know. I, I mean, they got Dinger. They're going to get rid of him. But uh, they got two cup rides. Who's getting them? Uh, Heim. Heim. Corey Heim isn't. Was was he driving? Is he in trucks? Uh, yeah. yes, no, he's. But he's been doing their Xfinity. Mm. He just switched to what the ten car. In Xfinity. I thought he so. was. Wasn't he a Toyota driver when he was in Arca? You're the big Arca guy. I mean, you tell us. I, <laughs> yeah, I love Arca. Watch it all the time. I record every race. <laughs> Slow-mo. Zach's actually applying for media passes just for Arca. Though. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's like, yeah, I don't really care about the NASCAR, so let's give me an Arca race. Oh, man. Be one of three media personnel there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of JRM, Sam Mayer back to the one next year. That's not too much of a shock. Check's um, still clearing. Yeah, yep. so that leaves only the eight open. So maybe it's Noah. I don't know who else would. I would love to see Carson... Um, Quap will get that ride, but who knows? And then Junior is racing Bristol, apparently. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yep, he's racing the Xfinity series, so that'll be cool. God, I love yep. Bristol weekend. I'm so excited. I am too. Sorry, it's gonna be that was great. great. Well, I'm excited. I'm cautiously optimistic because we know the short pack track package has been kind of who cares? Bro. You see, you got trucks experience. It's gonna yeah. be a good time. It'll be. Yeah. Good. We'll we'll get to Bristol later in the pod, but 
Yeah, I believe that's all the news we have from this week. So it's Kansas time, boys. Well, I mean, they they did show uh, Majeski's part, by the way. That he oh, got, they uh, did, yeah. Yep. That he got penalized for a little little bleeder valve. Uh huh. Um, Called it last week. That's what it was. So they, <laughs> they, they yeah. hit him. I, I guess the penalty wasn't as bad as it could have been from what they did. Yeah. It's flat out cheating. Uh, but you know that's what it is. I I love it. I I love when I love when guys try to push it and get away with shit and i love when nascar catches them like i, I love both aspects of it i like, love that nascar is showing us what yeah. they found um, yeah we've been like, wanting that yeah we we said at the beginning of the season like when all the penalties were happening that, that's what we want to see and here they are just out showing us you know what they caught them with yeah it's just cool to see like how teams are trying to be clever and get away with shit yeah, I just I yeah. I love that aspect of racing. I love being innovative and trying to sneak one by. And you know, I mean, this sport is built off of people that broke the law. So you know, it's kind of in the blood of the sport. So I yeah. I don't know. I I enjoy both aspects. I like people pushing it, but I also like seeing them get busted. So oh yeah, well, I the way they got busted is awesome. Is the car it's so funny? Back, <laughs> and they heard it, the air leaking from the valves. I was like, oh man, I just don't get why you wouldn't you know save this for like the championship race because they already oh. juiced their cars up enough you know they don't yeah need you're already locked in though like you won the first race of you know whatever the playoffs the yeah yeah i mean why, why, why are you that maybe yeah. testing it trying to perfect it for the championship yeah race. <laughs> i mean they're not they're not going to dq the champion unless they have a literal like Absolutely rocket not. attached to the car so yeah no everybody's going with the ch- cheated car because they know they're not getting caught a hundred percent that's why oh, yeah. I, just a little slight, you know, off ramp here. Uh, that's why I'm I'm picking Kevin Harvick for the championship race if I still have him available. I think they're gonna cheat the shit out of that four car. <laughs> Can you imagine his final race? Just <laughs> cheated up and oh you're disqualified. They're not gonna do that. No. They're gonna be like, look at this. We got Kevin Harvick retiring on the championship. <laughs> Which that trophy is freaking amazing. Like I stood next to it this weekend and oh my god so cool well, i was just thinking like how how many wins like kevin harvick he, he has like the most top tens at phoenix like that's probably one of his best tracks he has how many wins there he's done so well there i just feel like if they're gonna cheat him up and he doesn't have a win they're gonna cheat him up for phoenix yeah it's yeah. interesting we'll see if he gets that far that's my theory i mean I, I think they're gonna do it whether he's in the playoffs or not Oh, yeah. I'll go out with get, a win, period. Get him a win, yeah. the shit out of his car just to get him a win. I can see it. Hey, you know what's funny, too? I was watching some old races. His his crew chief, Todd Barrier, back in like the 06 days when he was at RCR, sounds exactly like Rodney Childress. It's crazy. Because <laughs> like, I, I heard like the radio communications. Like, what? Him and Rodney are together that early? Oh, no, it's not Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Cool. Okay, anyway. so... Is that it for news, Joe? That all you got? So. Let's hit okay, Kansas, let's, baby. Yeah, let's go to Kansas. So speaking Tyler of, freaking Reddick. Speaking of standing next to the trophy, though, Andrew. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, so excited. Like, I knew on that restart, he had one chance. And, like, I'm, I'm standing at the start and finish line on pit road. And the green flag drops. Denny Hamlin, I don't care what he says. He didn't get a poor restart. He did that shit on purpose. He got a slow restart because he knew he was, could, if he held Kyle Larson up, Reddick was going to win this race. And Reddick drove the perfect race, or two laps, basically, to that get that incredible. win. And it was, it was. I mean, yeah. he did everything perfect. 
He had that high side. He had that open spot. He took it down the back stretch. He got alongside Kyle Busch, threw it into the turn to uh, turn three, and then just got the run out of four. And that's all she wrote. But oh man, yeah. I, I was standing there and I'm just I'm cheering on. And the girlfriend's next to me and she's like, "Don't, don't you're not you're not supposed to cheer. You can't fanboy." I'm like, "I don't care. Like, let's go." <laughs> we're allowed to fan. Yeah, we're allowed to fan. That's our whole yeah. shtick. So yeah, we're we're, we're a fan podcast. Yeah. Um. Andrew, how was your uh, your behind the scenes media credential experience overall? It was it was amazing. Like uh, I don't know, it's I've been a fan for I don't know twenty five plus years in NASCAR, and wow, <laughs> like yeah. it's just yeah. a whole new experience. Uh, you get to see everything. Uh, it, go into the bathroom, you look over. Oh, hi, Joey. You know, <laughs> like yeah, Logano's in there. It's like, whoa, fuck, this is weird. You know. Greg Keselowski in a porter potty with his king rolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it's just so awkward. Like you're next to these guys that you see on TV all the time, and like listen to the uh, Gluck podcast where he's talking about being in a a secret room inside the media center. I was right there next to him when he was asking Matt if there was a room that he could do the podcast in, and Matt's like, oh, "I think I got this room over here. We'll see." And <laughs> Like, it's just like, hey, I was there for that. Yeah, it's cool. And, uh, you know, it, it's just so weird just looking over and seeing all these people that, you, you know, they're big NASCAR names. Yeah. yeah. Wild experience. I don't know if you noticed this, but this is something I meant to bring up last week. But <laughs> there's like a clear pecking order walking around, <clears throat> um, walking around like the pits. Oh, yeah. um, like, kind of how people move out of the way. Like obviously first and highest in the totem pole is the, uh, the guys in fire suits or like the team shirts, like, you know, clearly working for the team. Then second is media people with the vests or cameras or whatever. And then third is just the regular hot passes. So you're like walking through pits and people are like moving out of the way for you. <laughs> and you're just like, I, I'm really not that important, uh, but thank you. I feel really I'm cool. Right royalty now. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like the funniest, it's the weirdest feeling. But it's like so cool. You're like, what? Like, I'm, you know, right. how did, how do we have this? Pretty much. Well, by yeah. the way, we have 20 listeners a week. We're yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like, so I guess my first experience with this was on Saturday during, you know, pre race. We're sitting there, we're on pit road or whatever. And, you know, they say before or the end of the national anthem, you're supposed to get over the wall. So again, there's these two spots right at start finish line that, you know, media and that can get right up on the wall. So we hop over there, and there's just a shit ton of people in these two spots. And girlfriend's like, oh, there's, there's too many people here. And then in come the officials with the, like, these metal gates and cones. And they're like, everybody back, everybody back. And like, we kind of look at them, and they're like, you're good. And like, they <laughs> kick everybody out, and it's just me and the girlfriend there. It's like... it's such a cool it's such a cool feeling that was like one of the coolest things for for us was just being like feeling really official so i'm glad you uh got that (laughs) same feeling the one that really got me and i don't know if you guys had this at darlington the red carpet Um, Did you have that we they mentioned mentioned it but i never saw it yeah we never really went near we we stood where we thought they were coming out of but like only a few drivers came out of that it was you know big drivers but like we never actually saw a real red carpet or anything. Yeah, so at Kansas, they have it really set up really cool for the fans where you have garages on both sides, then the media center's in the middle, and then there's this fence with, like, a cutout that's, you know, this big so you can, like, hand drivers stuff to sign. And the drivers will walk up to the fence, sign stuff. It's really cool. But 
they had a red carpet go from this fenced in area to the media center, then from the media center to the pits, right? So the drivers would walk in, do a quick interview, walk out. And for like hour and a half before the race, there's alongside the red carpet, just hundreds of fans. And so you're walking down this red carpet and it's just like, yeah, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no autographs at this time, guys. Yeah, like, please, please just, guys, please. Come, just, I got, I got places to go. But uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's a whole nother experience. It was really That's amazing. Awesome. Um, I'm way too out of shape to be doing it. Uh, oh dude yeah three days we walked uh she has a fitbit and it was like 20 something miles yeah and it's just like i don't walk you know that far in weeks so um so peyton next time can you get us the golf cart yeah (laughs) oh Uh, we bring segways back yes yeah right give us actual yeah yeah something but no it was a great time um I mean, Green White Checkered podcast was at the start and finish line there. So that's awesome. You know, I was I was hoping for like a photo finish, so when they zoomed in on it, you could see it. But uh, <laughs> we'll take Reddick's it. just too good for it. Um, no, it was a great time, great race. I don't know how it looked on TV. It seemed like a lot of single file. I don't know if you guys. I wouldn't call it the barn burner that some other Kansas yeah. races have been, but it it was good. It was solid. Yeah, yeah. it was it was just on TV. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was the highest, the best Kansas race I've seen, but it was it was still good for sure. Yeah. I wish, that. I wish Bubba hadn't had that snafu. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. probably the fastest car most of the day, at least someone that could you know give Larson a run Larson. for the money. Yeah, they were like clearly top of the pack. Um, seeing him go out early was super disappointing. Um, but other than that, I mean, that was a, a a great race. I always you know Kansas in this car seems to be doing really well. Um, I think Kansas is just a, a good track on the schedule for sure. Yeah, yeah I think multi groove racing is perfect there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty solid. Uh so what else we got, man? We had the the saw some tire issues. That's what I wanted to say. I knew. Yeah, saw some tire issues come back. What we guys think of that? I think it's just people getting low air pressure. To be honest with you. Yeah, back to that. Did they ever say what the envelope. Martin ran over? Because he definitely ran over something, right? No, they just know. said he had a puncture. So, I mean, his yeah. was wasn't his a was, tire issue. Like, he was yeah, innocent. He, <laughs> he got fucked yeah. up, unfortunately. Um, but, I mean, but, I mean practice the one thing, qualifying. The one thing that pisses me off is, like, I was seeing stuff, like, you know, we're having the tires go down. And you're seeing stuff on Twitter. Like, oh, these tires suck. Blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, we want Goodyear to make us a tire that wears. If you anytime they have any sort of issue, start hammering Goodyear about how much they suck. They are going to make tires that are harder than diamonds because they that they don't want the negative publicity of Goodyear makes a shitty tire. So like, I think we have to give them a little bit of grace when when we see tire issues and like you know, I don't know. I I just don't like. I want Goodyear to feel comfortable in experimenting with softer compounds and different stuff. Um to get us a tire that wears. I don't I don't want to see them get hammered every time they that we have tire issues. It drives me nuts. Yeah. And in some cases Absolutely. I think it's it's not even Goodyear's fault. Like I don't I don't think this was Goodyear's fault, any of them. I think they were all teams pushing the limit. Um because they all know how much speed's there. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, especially at this point, you know, into the playoffs and everything, guys trying to do anything they can to get the edge. I mm-hmm. definitely would put a lot of it on that. Um 
maybe just running too hard. Like maybe that was some of the issues too. They're just pushing the tires too hard, but yeah, I don't know. To me, it feels more like a kind of the same issues we were facing like early on with this tire. Guys just pushing it too much. Yeah, it reminded me a lot like last year, but not as bad. So I think they learned their lesson, but just pushing it a little bit too far still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So we had a little bit of a Hendrick feud again. Bring it on. Chase and Kyle. Yeah, no, we didn't. What are you talking about? Yeah. Nothing happened. Oh, yeah, nothing yeah, happened. Didn't, didn't do Chase. Anything. What do you mean? Hmm. Huh? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't see anything. Did you see had a, a serious XM interview, too? Yeah. Did he do the same like, thing where he just denied that it was yeah. anything? He basically... <laughs> he put the blame on everybody else for blowing it out of proportion. Like, for uh, what? Huh? Like, he's like, we talked about it. It's no big deal. We talked about it like adults, and, you know, it just... It, it's over already, so, you know, there's nothing really there. So, unfortunately for all you guys, I like to make drama about Like, I mean, the, the interview... I think I linked he it in our channel. The interview sounds pretty fucking arrogant <laughs> to I, me. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading something into it, but I don't know. Daniel man. Trotta seen... went off on him. Did you see? Did you see that? Thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He went off on him. I loved it. <laughs> I, Chase has been kind of in a mood recently. I feel like I wonder. I, like I, he, he almost seems like he's a little peeved about the whole missing the playoff situation because he oh, seemed yeah. a little bit extra touchy recently, which is good. You know, I don't mind seeing personality out of Chase. You know. But it was just like, it's like, come on. Like, it, if he literally, in that in post-race interview, if you just been like, yeah, I was misunderstanding. I didn't realize that Brad was coming out of his pit stall at the same time to push, push Kyle into me, you know. So, uh, you know, I talked to him. He explained it, whatever. Like, then it would have been done. No one would have talked about it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wouldn't have been brought up yeah. on serious, serious accident. Like, it, nothing would have come up. But it's the fact that he denied anything happened at all. Like, he didn't ram his teammate coming off a of pit road. That's why people have talked about it. So, like, like. That's why they keep asking him about it. It's like Chase, like, what did you do? And like, he, all he had to say was, oh, "I was misunderstanding. Like, I didn't realize that happened." Right. Um, but instead, I, I don't. I don't know how his spotter doesn't see that. I don't know how his spotter yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Oh, hey man, that wasn't on him. Like, it, even after he, he bumped him, be like, "Hey man, that wasn't on Kyle." I don't know if his spotter said anything about it. Um, but it's just like it. I, you know, I, I I don't get why he's he's acting like it's our fault for blowing it up when. He's just denying it. <laughs> like, well, he, well, in, his, in this interview, he's like, you know, I, I think Kyle and I's relationship is, you know, as good as it's ever been or something like that. I can't remember the exact quote. But basically saying him and Kyle are on great terms. It's like, no, you're not. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you're on great terms and he bumps you in pit lane, your first reaction isn't, I'm going to adore the shit out of him. Yeah. Your first reaction, you give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, Spotter, yeah. what happened there? Why do you run into me? Like, you don't just go up and hit him. Like, And I, th- I think Chase is, it's just like this series of bad decisions that he just keeps making like i mean it wasn't nothing bad happened from hitting kyle but like it could have like yeah. what have you what have you been a toe link what if you gen six it would have cut the tire down yeah right so. yeah. <laughs> i mean it's just i i think there's a lot getting at chase i think he feels like he's the third man at hendrick right now because there's not really to be made. he is kyle's doing fine kyle yeah. I, I looked at the i looked at the next gen numbers because I, I I just always look at that because I feel like anything pre next yeah. gen doesn't really matter. Um, but looking at next gen numbers, Kyle Larson has more wins, top fives, and top tens than Chase Elliott. Chase has William Byron has more wins, um, but I think I think Chase might beat him in top fives and top tens. I can't remember. But William's having a much better year this year than he did last year. Um, and then you have 
you have Alex Bowman who only has one win um, since the next gen. But I think he's starting to feel the pressure of it. And I think he's also letting his skiing incident or snowboarding incident, whatever, eat him up a little bit. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's feeling a lot of pressure or what, but him and Larson never got along. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they've never been real buddies. You, you go back to auto club last year <laughs> and all that. Like that's when you started seeing these little, I don't know, just hints of chase hates like Kyle Larson. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he likes being the number two. And yeah. honestly, what it kind of reminds me of is like, you have an only child and the family has another, you know, has a baby and now all the tensions going to the baby that yeah. only child's, you know, or the oldest child starts throwing a fit. And I think that's kind of where we're at with chase. You know, Kyle Larson's getting all the attention because chase isn't winning. He's not in the playoffs and Kyle Larson's a better driver. He's number one at Hendrick. And so I think chase is just annoyed with it. We saw it last year. We're seeing it again this year. It's, I don't know. I, I, I'm all here for it because I would love to see those two fan bases. Oh my god, it's the best! It's my favorite (laughs) feud in all of NASCAR. Um, I mean, but I mean, you're right. I even Jeff Gordon. uh, I remember hearing an interview years ago with Jeff Gordon talking about Jimmy Johnson and how he was just winning everything. It's like I think somebody was asking him something like, you know, does does it affect your relationship? You know, seeing him go out there and win all the time. He's like, hell yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think there is something there for sure. Seeing Kyle Larson and now William Byron, you know, this is really Willie's uh, breakout year. So, you know, in this sport of what have you done for me lately? I think, I think Chase is really feeling it. Not that he has anything to worry about. I mean, Rick Hendrick's going to keep him till he retires. Oh, for sure. Yeah. As long as he's the most popular driver, it's going to be the case. Um, Joe, what's your thoughts as a resident Chase fan? Do you feel like we're being too harsh or way off the mark, or do you think that no, I, some of it's I, fair or disagree with any of it? I'm just curious. I think most of it's fair because obviously, you know, my, and my initial, I was, I watched, I did watch it live, and initially I was like, oh, what the, Kyle, what the hell? And then <laughs> I saw the replay, I was like, okay, Brad, you know, had nowhere to go. It wasn't Kyle's fault. And like, like y'all were saying, I think his immediate reaction should be like, oh, Kyle just, me like that's he's my teammate that no way that was on purpose and mm-hmm. like you said clear it with the spotter like hey who was that on before you door guy because yeah he could have been a toe link cut a tire you know kyle's obviously in the playoffs and you know chase is in the owner's playoffs but like you know <laughs> they're still technically in the playoffs you could have cut your tire his tire and you know obviously kyle's locked in the next round but there's playoff points and i i think yeah i think the whole this whole year has just been frustrating for Chase, and he's kind of taken it out. And obviously, him and Kyle have not had the best on track, you know, relationship. You know, Watkins Glen, Fontana, and all that stuff. So, I still, I think he's number two. I, I'll give you that. I, I mean, he still made it to the championship last year and won five races. Larson didn't. So, so, you, so, so you're saying right now it's Willie. This Chase, year he's definitely. Larson. This year he's definitely three. This year's definitely three. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think overall he's still. I think it's one A one B. But he's three, but he's one A one B. That's a bit of a jump. Three, three this year. Over but overall, year. I mean, overall for. Like. Yeah, yeah. Because like yeah. yes, Williams breaking out, but his this is his only year. He's really. He's won five races. Let's see William do it for a few years in a row, like Kyle has. Because Kyle won the championship and he's still winning all these the couple of years after. So, so Kyle is number one and Chase is two. A good day. I'll give you that. Yeah. 
right now. This season, obviously, uh-huh. Chase is three because he's missed half the season and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It, and it I love sucks, that Bowman's not even in this discussion too. <laughs> and I love, I love me some. It needs to be worse. I love me some yeah. Bowman, but yeah, and it, it sucks. Like that was that was Chase's best race year. He won. He led like fifty something laps, and you know, I don't think he. I still hate Suarez. I know Suarez didn't have tires left, but he kind of un- unintentionally blocked Chase there on that re- that green white checkered. But I bet that's what he thought when he was taking a restart too. I'm gonna block shit on Chase Elliott. Yeah, <laughs> I well, bet that's what he thought. Yeah, well, yeah, those that's my take on it. But cool. yeah, I just love all the Chase Elliott fans saying how oh, this isn't a big deal. Like you see them all on Twitter. This isn't a big deal. Blah 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 blah. These are the same people that thought he was totally justified to right hook Denny at Charlotte because he ran him <laughs> up next to the wall. <laughs> but bumping each other on on pit road, bumping your teammate now, that's a big deal. Yeah, nothing bad happened, but it's it's definitely. You know, that could have happened. It it shows how frustrated Chase is, or how much he dislikes Kyle. Like I, I don't know. And Chase, don't try to tell me what I just saw didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, he's like nothing. No, what, what message? Huh? What, what do you mean? Huh? Yeah, I saw it, Chase. <laughs> so it's like, You're the most popular driver in NASCAR. There are cameras on you constantly. It's like the kid who yeah. clearly got caught, but is still rapid, like, harshly declining anything happening. What, what do you mean I hit her? What? I, I, what? I, don't, I didn't hit my sister. What are you talking about? No. Oh, what do you mean, Mom? No? <laughs> oh, weird. Must have been. Uh, I was uh, I was just trying to get a mosquito. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's a bee in my car. I had to swerve. <laughs> my bad. I had to make sure yeah. the tires were set. I didn't realize Kyle was there. My bad. Um, <laughs> the steering wheel came off. Just turned in. Yeah, That's weird. my bad. Good race, so, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tyler Reddick won on again. Throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. that was a problem. Was the pit crew two or three times? <laughs> uh I mean, so Tyler Reddick wins, but he led one lap, and that was the finish. The money lap. one that matters. Yeah, yeah, it's the one that matters. Denny Hamlin kind of dominated the first stage, then Kyle Larson kind of took over. Denny Hamlin came back, then we had Brad K up there. That was kind of a surprise. I know, at least in the media center, when they were asking all the drivers questions on Saturday after qualifying, they asked Brad why RFK was struggling. Because in practice and qualifying, they did not do well. But Busher and Brad were up there, I don't know, middle of stage two. We saw Busher have a flat tire. You know, he was the reason for the green-white checkered, right? I think that was what that was. But, uh, yeah, RFK still... Running pretty strong. Yeah. Been yeah. cool to see them run well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christopher was, what, top 10 all day until he wrecked out, so. Yep. Yeah, he was top five for a little bit. I was kind of surprised in one of the restarts. I'm like, it's Busher pushing Brad. What the hell's going on? Like, <laughs> did not see that happening. But, uh, no, they, they ran strong. Uh, I, I don't know. I think I missed what happened to them. I'm not sure why they both kind of fell back. If it was a restart or what. Obviously, Busher with the flat tire. Yeah. Uh, got anything else for the cup race? I don't think so. Much okay, I'll, I'm going to throw one thing in. So we have the NBC Flub of the Week or Fox Flub of the Week, where we always talk about it. This week, we had the Me Flub of the Week. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Last week, our Flub of the Week was the... Uh, the roof incident. The roof incident. Yeah. 
And then our our GWC blunder uh, flow of the week, Andrew, what you got for us? So the race ends, and well, I try to get onto the track. I, I went to follow another media person, and he's getting yelled at by security. I and I'm like, what the hell's going on, right? And I hop over, it's like, you can't be here. It's like, yes, I can. But yeah, idiot. So I'm like, whatever. So I just walk. Do you out not know who song. I am? Yeah. No. no. Look at well, my essential uh... credentials. But uh, <laughs> well, this is the, first of all, this is like the leader of the security who let her fucking people out on a hot track on pit mm. road, white flag, and all these idiots are hopping over the fucking wall, and, uh, like everybody with like vests on. Is like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. And like a bunch of the uh, camera crews are pissed off because they're in the way of the yeah. you know start finish line fucking shot but uh yeah so get yelled at there whatever we go around a couple pit stalls hop over and if everything's fine get right in chase's face it was really cool like phone out recording an interview look over jeff gluck sent me i'm like fuck yeah this is awesome get done with that and i look over and there's willie b and me and this other dude that besides jeff gluck they're standing there like yeah let's fucking go so we go over there and I got my microphone in his face, and this dude's got his microphone, and he asks a question, and I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. I'm like, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to do it. I'm going to interview Willie B. Yeah. <laughs> it gets done, and like in my head, I'm like, this is perfect. I'm like, so Willie B., you know, rough day today. What's your outlook going into Texas next week? And he looks Ooh. at me, he's like, uh, good? <laughs> and I'm like, turns and walks away. I'm like, the fuck was that? And I looked at the girlfriend. <laughs> She's like, what? And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then it hits me. It's like, we're going to fucking Bristol. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I, I, I was kicking myself over. Just like, oh, man. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, Rookie mistakes. We've all made them. Yep. Yeah. That's my flub of the week. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I felt like such a jackass, but <laughs> it makes you feel it better. Is. It makes me feel better about not asking any questions last week because I definitely would have done the same thing. And yeah, done some idiot question or like idiot mistake like that, and just like <laughs> felt stupid. So thank you for reinforcing yeah. us. Uh... <laughs> yep, yep. Well, and the worst part is like before I left work on Friday morning, I had a list of like things that I could talk about, and I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, this, this is great. I get to the hotel, I think it was Friday night, and I went, fuck, it's still sitting on my desk at work. Oh, so man. I had nothing, no notes, no nothing. It was just like crap and. Every time I like seemed where I could get an interview with somebody, it was like just the wrong time. I didn't want to really do the playoff drivers just because they're the big names. They're going to be the ones with the cameras and everybody in their face. And they were all, all the way on the like complete other side of pit road. They separated them. So the top 16 were up to the you know, first 16 stalls and everybody else is all the way down at the end. So yeah, I got the good drivers and then I make an ass of myself. But yeah, that's that's <laughs> we all do the uh the Andrew Flub of the Week. But <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. I love that. They're never yeah, gonna let I... us back now. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Martinsville credentials denied. <laughs> <laughs> so Xfinity race, John Hunter dominated. I mean that's yeah, pretty much plain Easy and simple. Clap. Uh it didn't seem like too exciting a race again. Um, a lot of the big names, though, did have problems. Uh, I know Sam Mayer ended up in an accident right at Pit Road, right as I walk away, like right where we were. It was just like, oh, sure, now it happens. That right. happened to us, too. We were on the front stretch 
I forget. It was one of the like that one wreck that happened on the front stretch into the like inside wall, and me and Joe just walked away from empty pit stall yep. there. And then like that's when we hear the the tires squealing. We're like, "Are you kidding?" Me? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't catch them all, but it'd be nice to catch one of the place you were standing two seconds yep. ago. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Parker Kligerman makes it to the playoffs. Ooh. Uh. A boy P. Kinda, yeah, they kind of had it easy. The 98 car all day just had nothing but problems. So, what I mean, they were, they were two laps down at one point. I think it was a, was a blown tire or something like that. They get back on the lead lap, and then they have more problems and go another two laps down. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it was pretty easy for them. I mean, congrats to that team, though. It's, I mean, the little guys making it in over some JRM cars. Uh, I mean, they beat out the 98, uh, was that SHR? So, yeah. Yeah. It's SHR just all around, man. Doesn't take much to beat out an SHR on that. Like, geez Louise. Yeah. I kind of wonder if Custer's actually performing over his head in that car in Xfinity. I, he must be. I mean, it was funny. Like, I saw him qualifying Cole Custer in a Rick Ware car. For Cup out qualified the forty one, <laughs> his old ride. So it's like, man, what what are they doing over there at SHR? They're just so bad. It's it really makes it that much more impressive that Kevin Horrock's able to get whatever he can get. Yeah, because they are just so far off, and you can't you can't entirely blame Ford because I mean you got RFK and Front Row Motorsports that are looking pretty dang good most weeks. I mean, I know. McDowell's having his issues lately, but I mean, he for that little team, they usually have decent speed, and you got RFK that's on their their swing. So I don't know, man. Freaking SHR, I, I don't know what to tell them. Yeah, they're gonna need it's uh, need to do some personnel changes over there. I think because at this point, there's nothing going right. Yeah, they got to do something. Uh, let's go to the truck series. That was an exciting race. Like I enjoyed the hell out of that, and we were walking around, so I mean, we didn't see everything, but it just seemed like it was, you know, good battles for the lead. You had uh, Carson up there, I guess the three wide uh, last lap battle. Like it, it was nuts. I don't know if anybody else caught this race. I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not watch much of it. Oh man. I did but see the uh, three wide last lap, so I saw the replay because people were talking about how boring Fox makes it sound. <laughs> so I did I did watch that, so that looked kind of crazy. But, um, yeah, I didn't see the race. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it was my first night race. I, I've never been to a night race, so I was really excited to see the trucks under the lights. And uh, I wish we had more cup night races. I, I wish yeah. they'd do a Kansas night race because it was hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I just love a night race. Yeah. Let's see. We got that was the first cut race for the trucks. You got Maddie D and Crafton being eliminated. So it's it's getting down to it over there. Yeah. I don't have anything else for these races. Anybody else got anything? Arca was a shit show. Oh yeah, yeah. Arca two cars in the lead lap. Tony Barringer or whatever finished third a lap down. Yep. <laughs> It says a lot about Arca. I, I was oh, don't, don't, yeah, careful, started. man. Don't don't piss off Zach here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Noted, noted Arca fan. 
Yep, yes. I love Arca. I mean, he was talking about it quite a bit, so. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Cars, Cars Tour is Eon's better. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch Cars Tour over Arca. So, I mean, I've, I've said it for a couple of years now. I just, I, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. It's a completely original idea. No, uh, it is. It's completely original. Yep. GWC exclusive uh, take. I expect royalties if uh, anybody implements it, but I, I just think you, need, you should just scrap Arca and give a premiere. SLM late model series. It's arc is just so bad. You know, do do a short track thing where a short track tour where you go to short tracks all over the country with just some some good late model drivers, and and that's your new Arca. So, here's my thing with Arca, and I had no idea, but uh, Brayton Laster, he's the the pizza man, is what they call him. He's an Arca driver, does some one offs here and there, has a pizza element. Honestly, good follow on Twitter. But apparently he got into an argument with somebody over this over Arca this last week where they said like thirty thousand dollars will get you a season. These uh, guys yeah. are paying thirty thousand dollars a race for good equipment. Yeah. Thirty thousand a race to compete with ten cars, you know? Yeah. It's, like it's what the money. fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's crazy. This this is why Arca is dying. Like yeah. we're right, sitting now, here we're that cutting... to a late model. What's a late model cost to run, I wonder? Like I mean, costs. if you completely trash it, it's going to cost you a lot. I know they're well, putting uh, uh, $100,000 cards it. on there, but I mean, it's not costing that much. Idea. Ready? Breakthrough. What if they uh, ran instead, like ran it like a, like a, just a spec series, like a spec, like a, like yeah. a S- SRX okay. kind of thing. Or IROC. Yeah, IROC. You know what I mean? Mm. Where it's a set car, set cost, low cost. That way, you actually do see who the good drivers are too. Yeah. Um, so that way, you know, like who's actually deserving of moving up. I mean, I guess you don't get the sponsorship base that maybe you work on an Arca, but I mean, you can still get that and like still fund, I don't know, travel or whatever. You know, something fund something. Um, but I mean, I think that at least like I guess fund the fund the cost to get the the team or whatever. But I think that'd be a good way to do it. Um, it's kind of funny you say that because <laughs> yeah. like you think about it, it's like that's what this gen seven car should have been for right like the right. whole idea of, of making like a spec series you're right you, you would want to cut the costs out of your lower series and make it more about driver versus driver mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> interesting i never yeah. thought of that yeah like make it a srx where the mate i don't know maybe even the team like arca provides i mean arca provides the cars but the you know teams are still paying for the charter or whatever it is but um you know, even like they pay for the repairs, they wreck it or something, I guess. But I don't know. Just something to make it more fair, at least something to make the series actually competitive and not just one or two cars winning every week and costing $30,000 a race. Just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah, I mean, you, you model it off of whatever, you know, that Indy Next does, or I mean, even Formula Two, like they're all a spec car, I believe. You know, model it however they do it. You do something similar for, for Arca, just like this stamped out car. You have a manufacturer that builds all the the builds all the cars and if you want to be a team you you buy a charter or however they do it and you buy the car you're ready to go racing yeah i mean obviously yeah. you need some like qualifications licensings and all that nonsense. Nah. <laughs> we're buying a nah, car boys good. yeah <laughs> that's it for driver I, rotation right i run here. a 2.4 sof and i racing we're good to go <laughs> Uh, I, I just find it funny that we're sitting here with the cup series, you know, the top tier, everything. And we're like, Oh, we need to cut costs here. But then we got the lowest series where they're just like all the money. Let's buy all the things. And I don't know. 
Yeah. I, 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 honestly, a spec series would be perfect. I mean, honestly, look at uh, the Miatas. Those are some awesome races. Incredible races. Yeah. See, the Miata is, is what makes me think, like, we get so hung up on horsepower. <laughs> it's it's not horsepower that matters. It's all about the power to grip ratio. Yeah. You look, Miatas, it, Miatas demonstrate that perfectly. Like, they're like, what, 150 horsepower motor or something like that? And but they like weigh nothing and they have super low grip. So it's like you just gotta find that balance. You don't need a thousand yep. horsepower necessarily, but you need to have low amounts of grip, and that's when you get good racing. Way too high grip in this car. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Our our, yeah. our ratio is skewed too far to grip. It's mm-hmm. a good point. I agree. Just wait for those hybrid motors. They're coming. Yep. I'm telling you. I so was going to try to ask somebody about that this week. Like, what do you think about this? And I'm we like, have I have a theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, if like I, I ended up like next to Hamlin, I would have been like, hey, Danny, what do you think about this? But uh, <laughs> um, if I could bet on a theory, I'd bet on it. <laughs> OK, so let's let's get away from Kansas here. Let's go to our point situation. Larson and Re- uh, yeah, Larson and Reddick still locked in Hamlin. Plus 49, he's pretty much locked in. Byron, plus 41. Think he's safe? Yeah, I'd think so. Yeah, I think they said he's got a push. Mm, no, because you know he's winning this stage. weekend. You know he's winning this yeah. weekend. Michael McDowell. There you go. So. Mm. How awesome would that be? Uh, then you got and, Brad. And William to get better than Denny, so then he's locked in. So I'm going to read the Somehow. rest, and you tell me where people are safe. Mm. Brad, plus 33. Blaney plus 25. Kyle plus 24. Ross plus 18. That's my line. That's your line? Sub 20 is my line. So then you got. I mean, Busher, nobody's L- safe. You're saying Kyle's safe, Ross is not safe. I'm, I'm not saying it because nobody's really safe until you get to like the 30s and 40s. Like then you're like, okay, I'm good. But it, it's sort I mean, it's sort of like, you know, a, a, <clears throat> a spectrum type thing. You know, you're starting to. I think when you cross that line at 20, you start to really skew into, okay, I have to be worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, my line is at Blaney at the plus 25. Like, I could see him having just a bad day, no stage points, and you get a couple of these other guys to go out, get stage points. You're there. Yeah. Like, you're, sure. you're done. Yeah, I mean, so, if you're in the 20s, you're, I think you're, I don't know, because I, I don't see McDowell and Stenhouse getting a lot of points. So you got to worry. Who's below the cut right now? Truex, Bubba, Ricky, Stenhouse and Michael. All right, so Truex has historically never been that great at Bristol. Yeah, but, historically bad at Bristol, honestly. Yeah. Um, and Bubba, I don't know. How's he do there? I don't really even know. I think he's, he's mid-pack, fine, think, like yeah. 15th. Are those guys going to have a dynamite day and you're going to have a shit day is, is really the question you got to ask yourself. So I, I think if you can score some, like once you get like, if you're in the 20s, if you score some stage points in stage one, I feel like you're solid. You know, if you score stage points and the guys below you don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, like I you mean, really need Joey Harvick just have a really bad day. And then no one, no one below the cut line to win for like a Martin or a Bubba to get in. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it, there's a lot on the line. And, and, you know, I'm sure that it's, a, I feel like the, I, I mean, the, Obviously, the tricky guys with the trickiest setup going on this weekend are the guys right there on the cut line because it's you know, do you run safe and like bank that you know you still get it on points because you are above the cut line by a little bit, or do you try to like 
push it, run a little riskier. And, you know, it's just risk it for the biscuit. Risk for the biscuit. And this is, you know, <clears throat> I'm not, you know, there's definitely some things to improve on the playoffs, but I honestly really do love the playoffs because it creates these kind of storylines of, okay, who's really going to, you know, adds this extra drama that you don't get in a regular season. Um, I know that we all have mixed opinions on the playoffs, but this is one thing that I think is really entertaining about them. Creates a good narrative throughout the, the race. I hate I him mean, for the fact that the regular season champion has a tire puncture, which is of no, like he had nothing to do with, and now he's below the cut line. Like that's what I don't like about him. Yeah. Um, but I they mean, do, they do run add, well last week either though. No, but I mean, like he didn't even have a shot at Kansas, just tire puncture and just destroy yeah. it. So I don't know. I, I don't love that. Um, but I mean, whatever I, I can't, lie and say that they aren't exciting because they are so it's just part of it i guess yep yeah mcdowell usually runs okay at bristol right drake yeah he was pretty good i mean he's not the best but he's gonna win this weekend so i'm not worried about it i think he's gonna gonna need a win i think so that's where i think i think he's definitely in a in a win you know being what 94 below the cut line no, oh, 40. Yeah. 40. Uh, not 94 40. 40. Yeah, sorry, 40 below. Uh, but still, I was looking at the wrong column. But yeah, still a lot of ground to make up and need a lot, a lot of guys to make a lot of mistakes um, to make up those points, which, uh, you know, I don't, I, you know, they, they're going to have to leave everything on the line here to to try to, to win and get in. But I think that's basically the situation he's in. Yeah, next week's going to be really interesting talking about, you know, who didn't make it because, I don't know, I still can't believe, you know, Truex, regular season champion, is below the line. So Yeah. It, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, Bristol to finish the round is uh, really... But even, the, the schedule is awesome for the playoffs, right? So you got Daytona to end of the season. Anybody can get in, you know? And then you go to just some quality tracks for the first three races. I'm not a big fan of the next round, but yeah, yeah, yeah just, kind this of is really set well. And I was even just thinking about this too. Like the last, um, including this year, I mean, obviously we still have the race, but like the regular season champ hasn't really fared well outside of Larson because MG, you know, Martin this year is on the verge. Last year, uh, Chase, I mean, he made it to the final four, but didn't win. Larson won, then Harvick shrewded it that year so i don't know it feels like there's some pressure being that number and like even in other sports you know the one seed never doesn't always win so yeah and another thing that i I would just like to point out is like all these races that we've had two of the same track you look like at the beginning of the year if you had vegas uh phoenix stuff like that if you look at the guys that finished really well at those tracks it's all these playoff drivers they knew you know hey we're going to be competing there we need to show our best here. Be ready. So, um, yeah, it's but this weekend, Bristol, it, it's going to be crazy. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Love. So, Bristol. yeah, before we get into Bristol, though, I do want to th- want to just say something. I think. We have a I don't want know what to call it. But if you do an interview with our podcast, you do really well the next week because. Adam Riley interviewed with Austin and Joe here last week. Mm-hmm. They finished third. They were battling for the win. They were on the white flag. 
So if you want to finish well on a NASCAR race, just come and do an interview on our podcast. Yeah. You know, and if somebody wants to, you know, win the championship, do two, yeah. you know, interviews. So, and um, Corey LaJoy and I are still looking for that first Cup Series win. So, yeah. Uh, and hey, we, you know, we were right there in Tyler Reddick's post-race bullpen. We didn't ask a question, but we yeah, were there. That's true. I, that was the best, the best post-race so, interview I got was with Tyler Reddick. And I mean, oh. I, I have. Yeah, a, but you're another, onto something here. Yeah, I do have another quick flub of the William's week. William's going to do really good at Texas now because of your interview. He is. So. He is. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, another flub of the week would be Tyler Reddick's pit crew trying to eat ribs in the victory lane. They dropped the whole rack on the floor. Oh, uh, no. So not the ribs. If, if, if you watch the video where Tyler's eating it, you hear everybody go, oh, it's because they dropped it. It was just <laughs> like, oh, damn. Wow. But, yeah, yeah, that's another flub, but uh, just something kind of behind the scenes. All right, <laughs> so uh, Bristol, what are you guys predicting here? Do you think uh, playoff driver's going to win? You think... I'm it's gonna gonna be a non-playoff driver for this one. There's always, it feels like the past few years, there's always, not Bristol specifically, obviously Busher last year, but it just always feels like a non-playoff uh, guy sneaks one in there. So I'll go with non-playoff. Uh, I think, I, I, hope, I hope it's a great race. You know, the short tracks this year have been kind of meh, but you know, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm just hoping for a good race. Yeah, absolutely. Hope and all teams have fun. It'll be a good race because I am getting some wings. I'm getting some pizza, and I'm getting probably some whiskey. So it's gonna be a great race. Hey, come mm. on. <laughs> Is that Saturday night or Sunday night? Saturday night. Saturday night. So okay. I'll be getting back into town from Boom just in time for the race. Perfect. Yeah. How we get back from? Do... Oh, we lost oh, Zach. Zach. But uh, yeah, no, it should be a good time. Did we lose, lose Zach? He's still in chat. All right. But uh, let's keep going. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to kill count. We only have one. McDowell getting into uh, Cindric out of turn two. Um, yeah, it has no real change. Yeah, we lost Lossack. No change in our oh. kill count. Uh, Joey's still leaning it by a lot. And then Bell's, uh, Actually, he's not winning by a lot. Bell's right one. behind him with 15. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. That's all we got. Let's go to Survivor. Zach's um, still trying to get his stuff fixed. So uh, yeah. I won with Tyler Reddick. Then we had Austin with Larson. Zach with Bell. And Joe, you made it three whole laps. Good for you. True. Me. Yep. So I retained the lead. I'm no longer tied. Got 81, followed by Joe was 78. Austin 77. And Zach 68. So cool. Wait, no, that's not. There's someone like, excuse at 68. Last week, of that. I don't know if he updated his score at least because remember, uh, he, he only needed one point to be at 69, or maybe he needed three points to be at 69. Nice, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, cool. so, so yeah, Joe, first pick. Yep. oh, he's back, yeah, you're back. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I wiggled my webcam wire and Discord just completely died. Mm, cool, <laughs> so, great. Okay. Oh, well, so don't do my, that. Survivor, my survivor pick, um. Chris Buescher, obviously won last year, and RFK is strong right now. What are we doing, Survivor pick? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. You're up. Uh, who do I want? Who do I want? Who do I want? Who did you pick, Busher? Yeah. Mega Busher. Um, 
We'll go with Elliot. Why not? I like okay. the pick. Case, huh? Okay. I have no logic or reasoning. I just don't know who else to pick. You just want to finish. And the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, huh? Burner pick. Yeah. One of these call. races, NASCAR is bound to, you know, skew it so Chase wins. You're just so. trying to. You're just trying to get your That's one. That's what the point. for. Yeah, you're trying to get your one point so that you can hit 69 this week. That's really what you're doing. That's it. Yeah. And then I, for, if I hit 69, I'm you're forfeit. Season. Yeah, that's Just fair. Um, I'm gonna do uh, Christopher Bell. Always. Oh, you well, fucking so. suck. Bell is <laughs> yeah. very good. That was gonna be my pick. Um, Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I I liked the Busher pick. That was gonna be there, and I was like, no, I'm going Bell. And so you guys kind of stole both of them. Um, <laughs> and you're still gonna win this week, Holly. Uh, let's hope yeah, so. That uh, won't, won't help you out. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Let's go with uh, Joey. We're gonna go with Logano. Maybe uh, Chase will end up, you know, getting put in the wall by Joey this time. I think he did say that uh, the short tracks kind of hide Ford's disadvantages. So we'll see, see how he does. Of course, what? It's gonna be Brad. Just watch. It's gonna be Brad. What? Oh, Brad winning? Yeah. Then why don't you pick him if you're so mm. confident? Oh yeah, we're going Brad. Let's change it up. God damn it! I I'm calling my shot. Call my shot. You, right. God, I, like I can't it. say I'm going to pick this guy, but this guy's going to win. Yeah. No. Nope. Well, I'll call my shot. <laughs> well, OnlyFans. Do we have any this week? Uh we we got a good one. I like this one. Uh, Leroy writes in to us. Leroy. Leroy. Pick a movie. Keep one actor. And replace the rest with Muppets. Ooh. I got one. Go ahead. What you got? Uh, I'm going with Scarface. And <laughs> the actor I am keeping is the guy that gets cut up in the bathtub. <laughs> Everyone so else is a Muppet. So just yeah, Muppet all Muppets just cutting some guy up in the bathtub <laughs> with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, anybody else got one? Mm. Ooh, um, something that would be funny. I don't know how funny, but if I don't want to spoil the movie though, but Fight Club, but keep <laughs> Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> so and would then, uh, Brad Pitt be the be a Muppet, or he'd be a Muppet? Ed okay. Ed Norton's the only. Yeah, that's the, exactly. It's like, oh. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> okay, like spoil the movie for it. It's only been out for thirty um, years, so I don't right, want to spoil yeah. it. <laughs> this one, this one's a very niche. I think Austin get it gets this content, but Division Three football's finest. Keep <laughs> keep Andy Dick and everything else is Muppets. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I am going with John Wick. I'm keeping you know Keanu. Yeah, he's just going around killing a bunch of Muppets. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be all in on that. The other one, I, I think somebody might have mentioned this one, but uh, Saving Private Ryan. I just want to see the opening yeah. scene. The opening scene, <laughs> running up the beach. Like. Gosh, but Ryan's the only the only yeah. human. <laughs> well, not Ryan. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great Muppets question. Getting, like, I feel like I feel like some other good answers we're not thinking of. Uh, uh, I had one that I was thinking of Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> Shawshank. Yeah. Pulp Fiction would be funny. Oh Any man, movies. Top Gun, uh, but Tom Cruise is the only. 
<laughs> Bunch of puppets uh, flying out any, any war movie to me would be hilarious. Be so I, I wouldn't yeah. be able to yeah. stop Black Hawk Down. But <laughs> <laughs> zero, oh, zero, man. Like Zero Dark Thirty. Blair Witch yeah. Project. Oh, God. That'd be awesome. <laughs> what, Split? A horror movie? Split, horror movies like, work so well. Oh, so, so well. Oh, that's Saw. Human Saw. Human <laughs> Saw. <laughs> Billy the puppet, though, is the only <laughs> thing that's not changed. <laughs> uh, ooh, human centipede. Saw his leg off. Oh my god. Oh gosh. <laughs> but only one of the humans. Only one of the parts <laughs> of the centipede is human. The others are puppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Whiplash, but only the drummer is the is the human, and the guy screaming at him the whole time is a muppet. That'd be good. <laughs> it. But the clowns them up it. <laughs> Ooh, what about uh, like Twilight? They're just all a bunch of what's the Dracula from the Muppets? Just a bunch of him running around. American Psycho, but Ow. Christian Bale's a human. <laughs> Trying to think oh, of like a. <laughs> I don't know. This is we can go all, we can go all night. Yeah. I know. But, there's uh, so like many good ones. Doing like a like a raunchy kind of movie. <laughs> all Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a great question. Like like you said, we could go on all night just thinking of funny stuff. But uh, Fast and Furious. Anyway, okay. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're gonna Paul wrap Walker. things up. Oh man, Fast and Furious. I would enjoy that whole out of that. That'd be so funny. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. All right, forward uh, out. <clears throat> Fun fact: yeah. I watched my first uh, for the first time I ever watched the original Fast and Furious. Uh, the first time a, ever. On, the first time ever on a plane when? flight. Uh, like a few weeks ago, or was I flying? God. Yeah, I mean, that's the only one I've ever seen. Never seen another one. I tried to watch two fa- and Zach's cameras. Off we lost him oh, again. He's back. Oh. Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, there you go. Oh, hello. Um, I tried to watch Too Fast, Too Furious the other night, yeah. and we were on vacation. But that's a bit weaker. Um, yeah, it's a what? It's a, it's what a weaker is- film. Yeah, but like it, it's not free anywhere. Like you have to rent it from somewhere. I don't want to pay. Really? I think they're like, on Netflix right now. Are they? I think so. I think I saw a bunch of Fast and Furious movies on Netflix. Double check me. Maybe I look again, but yeah. Okay. They're, That's. I'm kind of. They're the best you. worst movies to watch. Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to know the cutoff point. It's kind of like in Saw, like you stop it, watching at certain points, just get more gross than they do, like actually, like entertaining. I think I stopped at six. It's Fast six and or Furious seven. or Saw. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Furious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> actually, well, whichever saw, one I, had. I got a C seven. I got to see seven just because that was Paul's last film. I, I've never seen uh, that yeah. one yet. But six was the last one I saw. So is that Paul's, Paul's actual last film, or is that the one where they like CGI'd his brother to make him look like him? I mean, it's like ninety percent Paul. I think okay. they CGI'd. Well, I think it's like ninety nine percent Paul. I think they CGI'd his brother in like that very last scene where like they drive away. Yeah. Um, so stop at that one. Don't watch any of the yeah. other ones afterwards. Just, yeah. So even even like family. Even like five, yeah. like four, five, and six are kind of like because what is it? Reaches. You got one, two, Fast and Furious. You got Tokyo Drift, and then Fast and Furious, and then Fast Five. Yeah, it's I don't know. They, they, I lost interest because it became less about like yeah, the racing car and street culture and <laughs> racing and stuff like that, yeah. and just more about like some sort of spy action nonsense. Yeah, I don't disagree. But we're going to wrap things up here. I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Green White Checker podcast. Check out our TikTok. We're putting a lot of 
content up there. A lot of cool behind the scenes type stuff. Uh, I know we have an Instagram. We haven't started putting anything on that yet, correct? There's one post from Darlington. Okay. Yes. Uh, I mean, we got thousands of pictures from Kansas, and then I know you guys took a bunch from Darlington, so that'll be happening here soon. Uh, obviously, we're on YouTube. You're watching us right now. Spotify, Apple Pod, all the major ones. Hit us up. Follow, rate. It helps us out when you give us a rating. Uh, yeah, just do all the things. All Twitter, the things. obviously. We're there, all of us. Um, I mean, all our things are here. And then the GWC pod on Twitter. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody again and good night. Thanks, right. guys. Bye. Bye. Or good afternoon, whenever you're listening. Or yes, good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Have a good day at work. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good night's sleep. Have a good lunch break. Mm, enjoy. Mm. What are you eating? Mm. Can we have some chicken wings? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Dude, you know what I used to I miss about the mask mandates is like you could eat lunch and get something caught in your food, caught in your mm. teeth, and you didn't like have to worry about wasting it. Eat yeah. some onions. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst. Though, you like That's, had to smell I, it. That was a bad. Oh, yeah. I had, I had tuna salad for lunch one day when we had Ooh. the mask mandates, and that was mm. just. Not a good choice. <clears throat> You're just left alone with it. <laughs> Don't worry. When they come back here in a few weeks, we'll be fine. So. Hot box and a there. tuna sandwich. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Enjoy your Bye. lunch break, guys. Yep. Have, a good, yep. have a good day at work. Bye. 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 Hello. This episode of the Green White Checker Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more from the boys and the podcast, be sure to follow us on Twitter at the GWC Pod for the podcast, at Biggles TV for Zach, at Shaken Drake underscore TTV for Austin, at Picks by Fitz for Andrew, and at J underscore Sully 10 for Joe. Head over to the GWCPod.com to submit a question for our OnlyFans segment. Thanks again for listening, and we hope to catch you again next episode.